and welcome to Sign On Crew. I'm Alfie, your host. Today, I will be interviewing Paulette Flores, a very good friend of mine. We met each other for the first time back in 2011 when we just joined the gas services department on board the Navigator, a ship from Royal Caribbean family. She was by far one of the fastest learners in the team and she have a great personality. We stay on the ship for a few years until our career choices split us apart. More on that later during the interview. For now, let me welcome Paulette. Welcome to Sign On Crew and thanks for joining me today in the show. Please, could you introduce yourself? Thank you, Alfie, for the invitation. I am Paulette Flores. I'm 31 years old. I'm from Peru and work for Royal Caribbean International. I started nine years ago as a cleaner, and now I am a fleet modernization guest admin officer. Sign On Crew is a show about revealing and sharing the shipboard secrets, jobs, taboos, and not that secrets stories from crew members, so you can make informative decisions and smarter choices when it comes to whether or not applying for a job as a crew member on board a cruise ship. Today's episode is on becoming the best on her job with Paulette Flores. Let's start by talking about how long you've been working for the cruise ships and all those positions that you had throughout your career at sea, Paulette. Yes, I've been working for nine years, um, one month pretty much. I started as a cleaner in 2010, and then in 2011, as you mentioned, I joined guest services team. With you and within the guest services department, I went from guest services officer, I did uh, telecommunications, then I did guest departure officer, guest admin officer, and then I was offered the position of the fleet modernization guest administration officer. This position that you mentioned as a guest departure officer and guest administration, do you uh, mind just going through a little bit of your duties and responsibilities while you were on those positions, please? Yes, of course. The guest departure officer is in charge, pretty much as the name says, about the departure procedure for the ship, for the guests to organize it, since we have 3,000 guests plus on our ships. And it was also assigned to do the lost luggage, to follow up on the lost luggage report for the guests as they are in their cruise vacation and they need to enjoy. So you take that weight away from them and you help them on following up with the airlines. And as well, of course, you're always assisting the guest services desk in the different duties that you have at the front desk. And what about the guest administration officer? I know that's a pretty uh, important position through the guest services and also for the ship. Yes, guest administration officer is a very interesting position, actually. I really enjoy my time doing that position. You are in charge of the clearance of the ship and pretty much you work with all the immigration and customer and customs officers of every island that the cruise ships visit. You have to prepare all the paperwork according to each port of call. Some ports will may ask you more paperwork than others, but you have the weight of the ship because it depends on you. When you say paperwork, do you mind just um, going through a little bit more details about what you have to prepare in order for you to get cleared by the local authorities? Yes, so 
the most common are the arrival letter, which gives you a detail of the ship, uh, the flag number, the official number, the name of the captain, the name of the doctor, the itinerary, and some certification details. Then you also have maritime health declaration, which indicates if we have any people that are sick, whether with gastrointestinal or influenza or any other kind of sickness that can end up in an outbreak. Then you also have the stores of the ship for the provision area, the medical, which has the narcotics on board, and then also for the retail shops, uh, the items that they have. Then obviously you have to present the crew manifest, the passenger manifest, a nationality breakdown as well, and a paperwork that each port has. Like some ports, they have a specific form and a specific format that you have to work on. That's a lot of paperwork, just a lot of um, attention to detail, I guess. Yes, it is. And that's just a few paperwork. Some ports may ask you more copies or whenever the ship has to conduct any hot work or whenever the ship has to do any maintenance, you have to prepare a letter. And it's not the same format for every port. So sometimes you have to direct it to the um, port authorities. Other times you have to direct it to the customs authorities. So yeah, it's different kind of paperwork and many copies of it. And pretty much the guest admin officer is the one signing on behalf of the captain. I know on this position as a guest administration officer, uh, while I was on the guest services department, it was something that uh, was always suggested by our guest services manager, which he was the boss of our department, to always try to at least do a contract or so in that position in order for you to comprehend uh, the whole department itself. Is that uh, true? Is that uh, how it works? Yes, it is. I think that um, many people that I have met during the years, like front desk managers, even guest services managers, some of them regret not have done the position because it's a very complex position and it's a lot of responsibilities. We are human beings. Anytime the guest administration officer can get sick on board. And if you didn't do the position, it gets kind of difficult for you to assist the team itself. So I think, yeah, that's uh, one of the key positions that you should do and it's very interesting as well. But in regards about the immigration or customs and all that is something that you also are involved as a guest administration officer? Yes, you do the immigration for the guest, uh, whether they want to embark or disembark on each port. You have to assist them because obviously it's like when you arrive at the airport and you have to go through an immigration officer. It's the same on each island. It's pretty much a different country. So they have different procedures as well. If anybody wants to land anything ashore, you have to clear with customs. So you do it also for the ship and for the guest. And as well, there is somebody that does it for the crew. Those positions throughout your career on the guest services and while you were working on board the ships as guest services officer or even just as a, as a cleaner itself, right? how did you start, I guess, that curiosity to grow or that curiosity to move on throughout those those positions? You know, do you mind just telling us about uh, when you first got promoted and how did you manage Yes. So when I applied to the company at that time in Peru, uh, they were not offering other positions than dinner or the bar or the dining room. 
So I did not have any experience with waiter, being a waiter or being a bar server. So I applied as a cleaner, but I had a background in customer service for the phone company back in Peru. So once I arrived on board, I put in my mind that I'm going to change to what I used to do and to what I feel is more what I like. So I applied from cleaner to guest services. The first interview I did not pass, I must say. Um, but then I apply again a few months after. Unfortunately, I did pass and then I changed to guest services. Then once in guest services, you get to know the different positions because some people think guest services is just the front desk, but it's more than that. There are different positions. It's not only guest departure or guest administration. You have loyalty ambassador, you have international ambassador, you have group coordinator, you have the printers. So within the department, I was working on the telecom, which is the phone operator, and I was close to the guest departure of desk. So I was serving and I really liked that position too. And that's when I decided to change. But I always had guest admin on the back of my head. And one day I decided to take the risk and apply. And that's when I took the guest admin position. But of course, I did some training before to get to know the position. So while we are on the front desk, I remember it was uh, kind of a taboo on the guest administration officer that it was hard. It's something that nobody wants to do because you have to wake up very early every day. You under pressure pretty much the whole contract. What is it that it got you into just apply for that position particularly? I think it's more like, um, so I did a training with one guest administration officer, Milena. I did a training with her to see what she does because it always called my attention. And then pretty much I fell in love. It's just that the action of the position. Every day is a different day. It may sound bad, but if a guest has a medical emergency or if there is an accident or if we have to go to another port, those little things change your day completely. So it makes it very interesting. As a guest departer, I like it, but it got to a point I was feeling bored to say and then I like being a guest admin I, I really enjoyed that position it got me that every day can change for you on the experience that you mentioned that you have previously before you actually apply on board the ships uh, how much experience did, did they require from you as um, just joining as a cleaner did they what was it that they asked you for yeah back then we're talking nine years ago, there was not really many experience they requested as long as you speak English, which really didn't have to be a perfect English. And then you just have to do some courses back home, like some some trainings, like preparing you to go on board. But for cleaners, there were not many requirements. Good. It's just a good way to just get on board and probably just move on uh, throughout the throughout the ranks right yeah at that point that's how i saw it to be honest i really wanted to experience working on cruise ship and i couldn't go on a different position i wish they offered guest services since, since the beginning but i said okay i'm just gonna go on board and i'll make my way up and that's what i did and think it did work <laughs> 
Um, just talking about your position, could you just tell us a little bit more about it? What you do? Uh, what is about? When did this position it actually came into this company? Yes. So I was working as a guest administration on board Adventure, and we have to do dry dock every now and then. The company sends our ships to do some maintenance, like deep maintenance on the ship. And I work with um, the operation manager for us now. Um, we work together. He really like how we work together. And now for the last two years, the company have a lot of dry docks or a lot of revitalizations for the ships. So they offer him to expand his team. And he took that opportunity to add a guest services manager and to add a guest administration officer. So he offered me the position and I said, yeah, of course. My duties are not really as a guest admin. I do guest administration on board while we dry dock, but we deal more with contractors, with the yards where we do the, the dry docks and with the manifesting as well any cabin changes due to maintenance on the room and also the customs and the out of service procedure and the return to service procedure for guest services. So on board the ship, I know your contract or our contract was about five months and a few weeks and then about five weeks for vacations, if I'm not mistaken, and it just goes up and down, depends on business needs. But your current position, how is it like in regards about contracting? The contracts are shorter because there are periods of time that there is no project whatsoever. For example, when I just started, I did maybe a month and a half. Then I went home for two weeks. Then I did another month and a half. Then I went home for two weeks. But sometimes, like now, I did pretty much three months on our last project. And then we have a five months period break because our next project is only in September. But now we are working on the pre-dry dock process. But now as I am the admin, I am helping the hotel director for our team to prepare all that but yeah pretty much our breaks are are random and the time it will depend on the breaks if there is a project or not could you go through a little bit more about what a dry dog is how often the ships go into that particular maintenance and where are those shipyards that the actual ship will dock yes so the dry dock pretty much is the ship goes in a maintenance we have different kind of dry docks. There is the standard dry dock, which is mainly a marine operation. That means they work on the engines, they work on the AC, they go work on the fuel nails and so on. And then we have what we call the modernization or amplify, royal amplify pro program, which is getting a ship into the jar and we refresh a lot of the areas but we also bring new concepts we can bring new slides to a ship that don't have it or change a restaurant from one concept to a different concept or the stay rooms being upgraded that's something new they are putting some stay rooms to be now called past put new rooms in the forward area of most of and those things and it usually happens every five years but lately, the company is trying to do as many revitalization as possible. And they have different locations. They do it in Freeport. They do it in Cadiz, in Spain. They do it in Singapore. And it may depend on the location of 
the ship and also on the size of the ship. So the big ships usually will go like Oasis or Allure, will go to Cadiz for their full dry dock. And right now we will have Quantum and Voyager in Singapore because they are in Asia. Basically, when the ship gets into this shipyard or this dry dock, how they call it, it's dry because of a reason, right? Yes. Yeah, so there, the dry docks, as you said, they put the ship on the blocks while in the water. There is like a, a big platform that is sink under. And once the ship is completely secure, they leave the platform with the ship itself and it goes all dry. And there are the other ones that are called wet docks. Uh, when they don't need to do any maintenance on the bottom part of the ship, which is pretty much the propellers. So, like, for example, in Advent last year, we did a wet dock because their propeller or their marine scope under the ship was done the year before. So there was no need to go completely dry. So when you apply, uh, Paulette, about this position, how did you manage to get it? Uh, did you went through a normal application process? Uh, as, as I know, uh, I've been listening, it's a, a new position that was created and you pretty much are the first one to get higher in that position. Is that right? Yes. So I did not apply. Actually, it was based on the work so he asked me if I want to join the team and I accepted most if I didn't accept he will look off any other guests I mean that he like how that person work but usually border is a application process and so on that you have to go through interview omnia test and other kind of interviews but yeah this position was recently created it's um it was created in 2017 towards the end of the year September October they just pick one of the best guest admin in the fleet I want to believe so that's what I <laughs> tell myself every day <laughs> could you tell us about the places that you have visit and which is your favorite and why so I was in adventure as you know for a thousand of years <laughs> now I was there for seven years and a half I did adventure since I was a cleaner And we visited numerous parts, numerous cities. So we visited Spain, we visited France, Italy, Norway, US, the Caribbean. But on this position, I managed to visit more places. So I went to Dubai, I visited Petra, Israel, Greece. I went to Australia, China, all the Asian side. But even though I realized Like Australia, still my favorite port is Palma de Mallorca. I like it. It's just that um, the architecture, they have this Gothic church, and I can speak my own language. Um, everything is so close. It's so easy. You just can take a bus. And I think that for a crew member, it's very important that the transportation within the city is so easy. And I think the language helps as well that I can go around the place without any problem. But the The city itself is just beautiful. And on this side of the world, I will say Aruba. Aruba has nice beaches and the food was good. It's a nice island. About dry docks, I know you mentioned what you do, what the team for revitalization of the actual dry dock does. But uh, while the ship is docked without guests or any passengers or paying guests, What is it that the crew members normally will do? Could you walk us through a little bit about it? Yeah, so we do not have paying guests 
but we still have guests which are called the contractors. So the crew members will still operate. We still operate as a hotel. The guest services staff, the front desk still operates as a front desk because we have the contractors living on the guest stay rooms. So if they have a problem with the key, guest services team will help them with a the key to put money on the account and so on. There is a limited amount of bars, so we still have a few bar servers or bartenders working on the bars. The same for the restaurants. We still have an operating dining and crew mess because obviously we have to eat. So they there are a few people that work on there. Then most of the the crew, let's say at around, depends on the size of the ship, let's say at around 300 uh, members work on the fire watch. So the fire watch, they, because there is a lot of hot works going on on the ship, they are there constantly to make sure if there is a little fire, they are right there to extinguish uh, the fire. And then, so everybody goes little by little to their own departments to start making the ship ready. We also have the concessionaires who are not supposed to work on Firewatch, but uh, lately we have been using them, especially on the shops, because they're um, doing changes on the shops. So they have just for that as well. And the cruise division, Firewatch, some of the sports staff toward the end, they have to test the new venues. So everybody is kept busy. And the stay room attendants have to clean the stay rooms the same way. Still, I see. So, in regards about the dry dock and when the actual ship get delivered, a brand new ship, I will say, like um, in the shipyard, are you also or your team and yourself going to that shipyard, or you are only concentrated into dry docks rather than the launching of the new ships? We do not do the new build. There is a team that does only new builds. We just do the revitalizations or what is called now the Royal Amplified. I see. Well, thank you. How often do you get to go home or um, and what do you do while on vacations? Well, now I get to be home often. Before, when I was on board, I would say I'll spend 10 months on board and two months or maybe six weeks a year at home. And now I get to go maybe every three months. I go for one month or two weeks. But I still do the same thing. Like my first vacation or my first week, all I do is just sleep because you really need to recover. And I just sleep and I eat my food because so many places we visit, obviously, the gastronomy is different. Uh, and then just enjoy with family, see my friends from the ship. I have made a lot of, fr a lot of Peruvian friends. Let's say as well that I get to see back home, and that's one of the things that I really take more from this experience is the friends, the people that I have met during the years. And your country, which is Peru, uh, what is the perception of the Peruvians towards the crew member job currently? Well, now we don't have many an agency for example we don't have an agency for royal anymore there are just a few agencies that take for another cruise lines i am not sure why but um yeah but people think because you work on a cruise ship you travel the world that you have money that uh, but it's not really like that it's really a lot of hard work and people do not understand and i think 
nobody will understand until it really works in a cruise ship how it is like or how it is to be a crew member and being away from your family missing all the holidays missing the special dates that's that's the hard part and people don't see it that way you feel it as a crew member you feel it Paulette, it's also just in regards about where you were before as a crew member on board a ship and now as a traveling position. How is the workload? It is a different workload. As you said, being a guest admin on board, it's a lot of responsibility because if anything happens on the ship or if there is a change on itinerary or if there is a medical emergency, you may end up working 16 hours a day. But on this position, it is different. It's a little bit more relaxed. Uh, there are days that are very tough, especially when the ship is returning to service because you have to follow the ship uh, routine to have the contractors because usually we still have contractors after dry dock. But the workload is a little bit less. At the beginning of dry dock is a lot of workload. At the end of dry dock is a lot of workload. And in the middle, you find a little bit more of relax. Paulette, I would like to just ask you, uh, before you actually came on board or you thought about applying to the ship, how did you learn English? So in school, in my school, we had English since we were in first grade. So English was always part of my life. But I must confess, I didn't really like English at the beginning. But then I had some family members who worked on cruise ships before. And I started liking the idea. So I knew I have to study English or to keep studying it to be able to work on board. Then I, after I finished high school, I went to an institute uh, with a level of English I had from, from high school. I only have to do half of the institute. Um, and then once I did it, I became uh, an adult, like I was able to apply for a job. And that's when I applied for cruise ships pretty much. I see. Um, talking about the positions that you went through or those positions that you applied throughout your career at sea, how easy it is to change uh, the position on board? I'm not going to say it's very easy because it depends on the job openings. Usually once a month or certain after a certain time, the HR manager on board do some job postings that are needed through the fleet of the ship and that's when you apply but it also depends um, on some managers that are very good leaders actually will encourage you and they see how you develop yourself and how you work and they will give you an advice oh I think you're very good for this position or I think you're going to be great on this one so it's the opportunities are there for everybody but you have to put a lot of effort and you have to learn and study if you want to change positions but yeah it's it's easy if you say like there's a job posting and i apply but the people who put the extra effort i think those are the ones who usually get the position the opportunities are there for everybody so i think you just need to find the way. Thank you very much, Paulette, uh, again, for being here. And I want to just ask you the very last question. And it's just, uh, what is next for you or your career? Well, right now, I've been on this position for almost two years. Uh, the team has grown and there are different kind of um, projects. And even now, I'm not doing what I usually do. So I will say maybe moving to be the, the whole team 
administration officer uh, help with the pre-planning because normally I am not involved with the pre-planning of the dry dock like contractor meetings and all that kind of pre-planning. I'm not really involved, but I would like to to get to that point. And then from there, take it. No, there is a new bill, guest services manager. Why not? I don't see why I couldn't and so on. Paulette's career is out of the ordinary. She managed to accomplish a lot of things and be recognized as one of the best guest administration officers in the fleet. In fact, her position or having that position as a traveling is being created for her and she's the first and until this point, the only one traveling guest administration officer on Royal Caribbean. I'm proud to say that she's a Latin American and that is my friend. She have achieved so much and very happy for her and I'm sure she will continue growing in the company. I hope you found today's episode helpful. I would like to thank you and thank our guest, Paulette, for joining me today. If you like our work, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or whatever platform you use. I will be very grateful if you can leave us a review or share it with a friend. If you have any thoughts on today's episode or any topics you would like me to further touch on, please email me at podcast at Thanks.